And now it's time for Westwood Patriot Basketball on ESPN-UP. Here's Tanner Hoops. Greetings from the model town where Westwood Patriot Basketball is on the air, espn UP. Hi, everybody. Tanner Hoops with you. Glad to have you along. Max Stevens in the studio. He's running mission control, making sure everything goes smoothly. And we'll have Jared Koski along here in a few moments as we get you set for Westwood Patriot boys basketball visiting the Gwynn Model Towners. Westwood comes in at 3-1, and one, coming off their first loss of the season Monday night at West Iron County. That came by a count of 50-42. to 42. The Patriots has a team four games in, averaging 65 points a game on 50% shooting, just 24% from behind the arc, and 63% at the foul line. Meanwhile, Gwynn comes in with a 1-3 record. It's their first game since a December 20th win at Manistique. That snapped an 0-3 start to the season. For the Towners, their losses have come to Munising, Nagani, and then Ishpeming right before the buzzer. Now, taking you inside the series, Westwood won both meetings last year against the Towners. December 20th of 2018, it was at Westwood, and the Patriots won a really competitive game, 44-39. to Then February 13th of 2019, they were here, and Westwood blew out the Towners 71-48. to this series has been lopsided as of late. The Patriots have won five in a row against Gwynn. The Bible Towners' last win in the series came on January 3rd of 2017. And this has kind of been a nice little home away from home for Westwood here at E.L. Miller Gymnasium. The Patriots have won five consecutive meetings here in Gwynn. The Bible Towners' last win over Westwood on their home floor, March 1st of 2014. Here's a look around the UP tonight, a skimpy slate of games, just seven other games besides ours tonight, boys and girls combined. On the boys' side of things, Ishpeming on the road, they're taking on Hancock, Rapid River at home tonight with Munising, and Mackinac Island is visiting Detour. Four games on the girls' side, Midpen is at North Dickinson, Pickford at home with Onaway, Cedarville welcomes Hillman, and then the other part of that, Mackinac Island at Detour doubleheader, a girl-boy matchup tonight in Detour. Here are the standings in the Mid-Pen Conference as these two MPC rivals get together. Iron Mountain at 3-0 in conference play, 5-0 overalls on top. Nagani 5-0 overall, they're 2-0 in conference play. And then Westwood 1-0 in Mid-Pen play, they're 3-1 overall. Gladstone comes in fourth at 2-1 in MPC play, 2-3 overall. Gwynn is 1-2, 1-3. Ishpeming 1-3, 1-3. And Manistique brings up the rear at 2-4. 0-4 in MPC play. Let's take our first time out. When we come back, you'll hear an interview with Westwood head coach Scott Sergula as we get you prepped for tonight's mid-pen basketball matchup. All that and more coming up as our pregame rolls on here on ESPN-UP. Hi, honey, I'm home. What's new? Household delivered our new washer and dryer today. Oh, that was fast. Any problems? None at all. The guys arrived on time, hooked up the water, and hauled away the old ones. Have a look. Hi. Uh, hi. Uh, sweetie, what are these guys doing in our laundry room? They're the household guys. Okay, I can see that. But why are they standing against the wall? <laughs> why, they're standing behind their products, silly. Would you boys like some more coffee? Household appliance and art van furniture, locally owned, US 41 West, Marquette. This is Justin Farley from the Bjork and Funeral Home. Being a former athlete, I always enjoy the support that has been shown throughout the local community for our local teams. Those positive cheers and endless support is a constant reminder to the athletes that their hard work does not go unnoticed. I'd like to say thank you to all of the athletes for working hard in the classroom, at practice, and in the field of play. 
The Bjork and Zelke Funeral Home supports and appreciates all of your efforts. Bjork and Zelke Funeral Home, your local and trusted agents for Sunburst Memorials. All of us at Fox Nagani are continuing to give this holiday season. Last month, we did the Fox Cares Turkey Giveaway. And this month, we're bringing back the Fox Giving Tree for another year. Be one of the first 100 people to buy or lease any car during December and choose an envelope off the tree containing a surprise gift. Gifts include two $1,000 grand prizes, $500 gift cards, $100 gas cards, a set of four winter tires, all-weather floor mats, tonneau covers, and many more. Hurry in because the Giving Tree promotion is only while supplies last. Also, we're offering another incentive to buy. This month, everyone will receive Chevy employee pricing on select vehicles, like the 2020 Chevy Equinox and the 2019 Chevy Silverado. Find new roads this holiday season with free pickup and delivery. At Fox Nagani, experience the difference. You're listening to Westwood Patriots Basketball on ESPN-UP. Pre-game continues on ESPN-UP. Speak with Westwood head coach Scott Sergio before his team takes on Gwynn. Coach, coming off your first loss of the season Monday, how'd practice go yesterday? I, you know, it's, it was pretty good. It was uh, a lot of work. Practice wasn't easy yesterday. Um, I thought our, we came out flat. I thought our effort level was um, non-existent uh, against West Iron County. Uh, we'll, we'll be able to um, hopefully rebound here, and, and we'll, we'll see. We're going to see what we're made of because uh, practice wasn't easy yesterday. We worked on defense the whole time. Um, you know, we got to be a better defensive ball club if we're going to have success. Coach, tell me about Gwen. What do you expect from them? They got shooters. You know, they got shooters. They got uh, height advantage over us across the board. Um, you know, they're big. They're pretty physical. Um, you know, I, I think we can play physical. We, you know, that's one thing we didn't do against West Aaron County. Um, thought we got all physical that game too and pushed around. Um, but it, uh, we got to, you know, match Quinn's physicality. But I'm going to tell you right now, we, we step out on that floor tonight. We're going to have to show a lot better enthusiasm uh, and effort uh, than we did against West Aaron County or it's going to be a long season. How about on the defensive side of the ball? Where are some keys to a win tonight? We got to play good, help defense. You know, we got, we, we, and it comes down to effort. It comes down to effort with this group, and uh, we're struggling right now to get uh, the best effort out of the kids. And uh, you know, that's something I don't know if I've ever said that before. And um, you know, so I, I challenged them. I challenged them, and you know, it's not going to be easy. We're not. We're not a great basketball team. You know, we're, but we're, we can be a solid basketball team by playing some good sound half-court defense, uh, being patient on offense, taking the fast break when it's, you know, available to us. And, uh, you know, that's that's who we are. That's what we try to do. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens tonight. Scott, best of luck tonight. Appreciate the time. Thanks, Tanner. Let's take a time out. More after this on ESPN-UP. Take a look inside the world's primary nickel mine. There are only a few free tours left of the Eagle Mine and Humboldt Mill this season. 
Tours go through the end of September. Eagle Mine offers two different tours, a driving and walking surface tour of the mine site and a walking tour of the Humboldt Mill. Registration for each tour is required. Book your free tour online at eaglemine.com slash tours. The tours are free and they're open to people age 13 and up. Attendees under the age of 18 must be accompanied by an adult. Book your tour online, eaglemine.com slash tours. You don't just want your bank to be a place where you park your money. You want it to be your partner in putting your money to work for you. At MBank, we believe in the power of exceptional banking products and services delivered by friendly, experienced people. Community-focused, client-driven. That's our commitment to you. It's about supporting our communities. It's about empowering our clients to make sound financial decisions. It's about being your financial partner. Make the move to MBank today. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Dave's Collision in Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color match finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. You're listening to Westwood Patriots Basketball on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to the Bible Town. Tanner Hoops with you. Max Stevens in the studio. Jared Koski will be along shortly as we get you primed for Westwood Patriot Boys Basketball visiting conference rival Gwynn. Let's meet tonight's starters, and we'll begin with the visitors on the scoreboard. Those are the Westwood Patriots. Running the point tonight, Zach Carlson, a 5'9 sophomore. He's the team's leading scorer at 18.8 points a game, 3.8 rebounds a contest as well. Also in the backcourt, Taylor Delangelo, a 5'9 senior, 14.5 points and 5 rebounds per contest. Also the team's leader in assists, just under 3 a game. Also in the starting lineup at guard, Marcus Bowes, a 5'9 sophomore, 2.3 points, a rebound and a half per game. Into the front court, Matt Pavo, a 5'8 senior, a point and a rebound per contest. And rounding out the starting lineup, Ty Alderton, a 6'4 senior, averaging 14 points and a team-best 7.8 rebounds per contest. The head coach is Scott Sergula, assisted by Luke Gray, Mitch Messing, Chelsea Catlin, and Chandler Vile. Those are the Westwood Patriots, their record 3-1. and one. Now the starting lineup for the Gwynn Model Towners. In their backcourt, Aston Love, a 5'10 junior. He's joined by James Harnick, a 6'3 junior. He's their top shooter, shooting over 35% from behind the arc. Nick Lightford, a 6'2 senior in the starting lineup, along with Caleb Anderson, a 6'3 senior. And rounding out the Gwynn starting lineup, Tristan Jancy, he's a 6'1 junior. The head coach is Jim Finkbeiner, assisted by Bill Finkbeiner. Those are the Gwynn Model Towners, their record one and three. Just about set for tip this evening. Glad to have you along. After tonight, it's some home cooking for Westwood. The next five games will be all at home Friday night against Iron Mountain. That'll be our next broadcast of Patriot Boys Basketball. Then next week, the 14th at home with Gladstone. Ishpeming comes to town next Friday night. And then the following week, the 21st, home with Escanaba. On the 27th, a rematch with West Iron County when they come to our place. The Patriot boys don't hit the road again until January 30th at Iron Mountain. For Gwen, here's what they have coming up. On Friday night, they'll make the trip over to Gladstone. They're going on a road trip. Then they've got Houghton coming up on the 15th, and the following Friday, they are at Iron Mountain. 
First of two meetings this year between these two MPC rivals. They will meet again at Westwood High School on February the 18th. Patriot boys trying to get back into the win column. And a win tonight would tie Nagani for second place in the MPC standings with each team sitting at 2-0. But you got to get by a model towner team that's got the size. You heard coach mention they play physical and they can shoot the ball from outside. They're a dangerous team and they seem to have found a working formula for them as they won their final game before the holiday break over in Manistique, and that snapped an 0-3 start to the season. It's Westwood, it's Gwynn, and it's tipping off momentarily. Once again, glad to have you along. Hey, don't forget to join us for Westwood Patriot Girls Basketball tomorrow night here at ESPN-UP. Jared Koski and myself will have the call as the Patriot gals welcome Calumet, a really good Calumet team. They come in at 5-1. and one. Patriot gals with just one loss themselves this year. It should be a fun one in West Pack basketball action tomorrow night from Westwood. And all the action can be heard here in ESPN-UP. A shout-out to Coach Gray and the junior varsity squad. They pick up a nice 41-36 overtime victory earlier tonight against the Model Towners. With that, let's take our last time out. We'll pause for the playing of the National Anthem. Tip-off is next. You're listening to Westwood Patriot basketball on ESPN-UP. We can't fix your roof, we won't redesign your kitchen, or plan your dream vacation, but we're here to get your home equity loan ready so that you can. The mortgage team at First Bank is here to work with you. Stop in or apply online at firsthyphenbank.com. Make it happen with First Bank. First Bank, Marquette Ishpeming. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, subject to approval, fees may apply. First Bank, where it's all about people. Super One Foods in Nagani and Marquette welcome high school basketball with these specials. Black Angus boneless New York strip steaks for $6.96 a pound. Smithfield boneless pork sirloin roast for $1.66 a pound. Black Angus boneless bottom round roast $3.69 a pound. Northern King cooked shrimp 51 to 60 count for $7.97. And Coke products 24 pack cases for $6.96 plus deposit. Prices are good through January 11th at your local Super One stores in Nagani and Marquette. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. Here's what your friends and neighbors are saying about active physical therapy. This is Mike Koski with Congress Pizzas. After being diagnosed with a herniated lower disc, I was given the option of either surgery or therapy. I chose active physical therapy because of Scotty Corkin. My experience with active physical therapy is extremely positive. Scott set me up with a program that I could do at home. After one month, I was back on my feet doing my daily activities. Get active, be active, stay active with active physical therapy. For more information, information, visit stayactiveup.com. If you are in need for the perfect tee to support your favorite local team, look no further. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all the local high schools. The Patriots, Hematites, Miners, Model Towners, and Redmond can all find their logos represented. Under Armour and many other high-known brands are carried, and Wilderness Sports is more than happy to specially make anything with your favorite logo. You want stadium seats to feature that logo? You got it. Go in to see the Hometown Touch as they help you find the perfect fit for you and for all your pursuits of hunting, fishing, and game-time gear. Wilderness Sports, downtown Ishpeming. When glass breaks, and it's the kind of a break where your insurance company is going to pay for it, step back for a moment and call timeout. 
You have the right to select Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales of Ishpeming, and why not? If it's glass, they can fix it. All work is guaranteed, and they will bill your insurance directly. The mobile team at Peninsula Glass will come to you and make repairs. Call for a free estimate and see how the crew can best serve you. They also do residential and heavy equipment repair. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales, Marquette County's only locally owned and operated auto glass shop, right on US 41 in Ishpeming. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Now you can combine Big Boy's Big Goodness with Big Room in the new meeting room that can fit up to 50 people. Next time you need a space for your group and food to feed them, call on Big Boy Marquette. You pay for the food, the room is free to reserve. Take a peek at it the next time you're in. It's in the back by the buffet. There's a TV on the wall if you need and free Wi-Fi. Teams can eat meals there. Ladies have been spotted playing cards. What could you use it for? The brand new meeting room at Big Boy Marquette awaits you. Call 226-1062. Make sure you're following ESPN-UP on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with all things UP sports. Don't get left out of the conversation either. Let your voice be heard on anything from high school sports to college and the pros. You'll get access to -to up-to-the-minute news and opinion from the ESPN community. On the air, on the web, and on Facebook and Twitter. It's everything you need for sports. It's time for tip-off of tonight's contest on ESPN-UP. Here's Tanner Hoops. We are underway here in the model town. Tanner Hoops joined by the elusive, not esteemed Jared Kosky. And we're underway with a Westwood steal as Taylor Delangelo comes away with the loose ball. Kicks it out to the corner. His pass sails out of bounds intended for a teammate. Was not deflected, says the official. And with that, Westwood turns it back over. Scoreless game, 39 seconds into it. Patriots taking on the Towners. And Mastin Love runs the point for Gwynn. He brings it across the midcourt stride. Westwood in the navy blue uniforms. White numerals outlined in red. Playing man-to-man defense early on. Harnick gets it to Jancy. Playing the high post. Rotate to Harnick. Right wing. Down to the corner. Head fake by Anderson. Back up top to Harnick. Heat check three. And he knocks it down. NBA length three. Six foot three. James Harnick. And he knocks it down well behind the arc. One minute into this game. It is three nothing Gwynn. Delangelo with the basketball, driving right side of the lane. Now he kicks it to the corner. Underneath, they shovel to Alderton, kicks it out to Carlson for three, around the rim and out. Rebound is tracked down by Anderson. Anderson finds Love, 3-0 Gwynn. Love works it into the front court, now kicks it out to Harnick. Harnick defended by Zach Carlson, brings it back up to the top and gives it to Love. Love picked up by Marcus Bowles, holding and waiting, goes to the left wing for Lightford. Lightford kicks it out to Harnick. Harnick dribbling near the center of the floor. Carlson on him. Goes to Love on the right wing. Shovel pass underneath. Jancy looking to post up. Jancy lost the handle underneath. Ball still loose on the floor, and it's picked up by Harnick. 
Harnick, shovel pass to the corner for Love. Love gets a high ball screen, driving, jump shot underneath is no good, and an offensive foul called on Mastin Love. Matt Pavo holding his ground right under the bucket, stood there and took the charge. Pavo getting his first career varsity start. First foul of the game on either team, 6-0-2 to play here in quarter number one. Coach Surge said he has to match the physicality of him tonight, and it is physical out there right now, and the refs are going to let it be, it looks like, at, if they keep this pace. You know, and Gwynn is one of those teams. They're rare, but you're going to find them with long limbs. They're tall, and they can play physical. They're not afraid to play in the post. Carlson with a basketball right at the top to key. 3-0 Gwynn, 549 to play opening quarter. Delangelo inside the arc to Carlson. Low block jump shot is good, and Westwood is on the board with 542 to play in the opening quarter. Pushing it the other end and quickly pushing it down the floor. Layup rims out for Anderson. He was trying to go coast to coast. Anderson could not get it to go down. Carlson with the basketball and the rebound. Delangelo lost the handle. It's taken away by Harnick. 3-2 Gwynn. They have the basketball. 5-22 to play opening quarter. Harnick gets it to Anderson. Rotate to the corner for Love. Love across court feed. Wide open right wing three. Lightford knocks it down. Bank is open and Gwynn tonight. Scott Sergela spends a timeout early. Westwood trailing 6-2, 5.09 to play opening quarter. Did you know First Bank has offices in Ishpeming and Marquette, plus seven other locations in Upper Michigan? Find out more at firsthypenbank.com, or better yet, stop and soon to meet the team. First Bank, proud to be part of our community where it's all about people. Make the right decision, choose Dave's Collision, Dave's Collision Center at 579 Washington Street in Ishpeming. The Bjork and Zolke Funeral Home support the athletes, cheerleaders, band, and fans. Play hard, be fair, and enjoy the game. And Embers Credit Union is ready to serve you in Marquette, Nagani, Gwynn, Munison, and Trenary. Embers Credit Union, live it up. Once again, Tanner Hoops, Jared Koski with you. We'll be on the call tomorrow night for girls basketball. That should be a fun one, Jared, when Calumet comes to town. Yeah, they're definitely going to bring a scrappy team into town and try to mix things up with the Patriot girls tomorrow. We'll have the call from Westwood High School. A couple of one-loss teams dueling it out in Westpac action. Here, though, 5.09 to go opening quarter. Gwynn has a 6-2 lead over Westwood. Carlson dribbles into the front court with the right hand, crosses over near the foul line, spins on the low block. Now he kicks it out. Bows with the basketball right at the top key. Gets it to Stephen Kangas, who came into that last time out. Kangas driving top of the key. Layup won't go, but he's fouled. And Kangas, the 5'10 junior, averaging two points a game, is heading to the foul line. Zach Beckman also came in at that last stoppage of play. Beckman, six-foot sophomore, four points, two rebounds a contest. Foul goes against Lightford, his first team second. And Kangas, who's two of two at the line so far this year, makes. Oh, did that? No. That didn't go down, no. Thought that was spinning in and spun back out. One more for Kangas. It's on the way. Missed it. Rebound is battled for, and it's offensive. It's Zach Beckman. Beckman kicks it out to Kangas. Now for Carlson. Carlson driving, picks up the dribble to free throw line. His jumper from there is no good. Rebound's pulled down by Anderson. 6-2 Gwynn, 4.39 to play opening quarter. Harnick, cross-court feed to Anderson. Anderson to Lightford in the corner. Lightford up top to Love, back to Lightford. Now to the low block, they give it to Jancy. Jancy kicks it back out. Going underneath to Jancy again. Jancy kicks it to the corner. Harnick wide open for three, and he knocks it down. Oh, he's too good to leave that open. Three threes for the model towners. They can shoot it. 4-10 to play here in the opening quarter. 9-2 Gwynn early. 
Right elbow for Alderton. Poked away from him, but Carlson saves it. Carlson kicked to the corner. Bows for three. That's no good. Rebound is battled for and pulling it down. Jancy. One-on-one break the other end. And a foul called on Westwood before he got his layup attempt up. First foul of the game on Westwood. 3.57 to go here in the first quarter. It's on Kangas. And that allows Eric Anderson, a six-foot senior, a point and five rebounds per contest onto the floor. Inbound goes to the top keeper, Harnick, to Love. Back to Harnick in the corner. Kangas picks him up. Harnick, left-hand dribble, gets it back up top to Love. Love, rotate to Anderson. Anderson, left of the top key, back to Harnick. Harnick, defended by Bose now. Trying to drive right side of the lane. And he's stripped to the basketball, and we have a foul called on Westwood. Looks like that's going to be on the ground, and they'll just be getting the ball inbounds under their own bucket. Number one on Bose. Team fouls even at two apiece. 3.41 to go opening quarter. 9-2 Gwynn. Level triggered in underneath. Bose is on ball. They get it to Anderson. Anderson to Lightford, top of the key. Lightford back to Anderson. The foul line gets it back to Lightford. Anderson. Rotates to Love. Now underneath to Lightford, whose layup is missed at point blank, but Anderson is the offensive rebound. Anderson swings it to Lightford. Lightford back to Anderson, driving in the low block, and he's fouled by Eric Anderson. Another blocking foul on the Patriots. It's five on us already. No, four on us. 3.22 to play here in the opening quarter, 9-2. Taylor Delangelo back into the lineup. Harnick triggers it in underneath, gets it into Love. Love a cross-court feed, back to Harnick, catch, shoot, three, does not catch, iron, rebound, Zach Carlson. Carlson tries to throw it off a Gwynn player out of bounds, and then it went back off him, and it stays with the Model Towners. 3.14 to go here in the opening quarter. Love triggers it into Harnick. Harnick near the center of the floor, right-hand dribble, gets it to Lightford in the wing. Lightford crosses over, gets it to Love, and Love steps on the end line as he oh. tried to save a little bit of a wobbly pass. He uh, would have saved it. He did save it right to Zach Carlson, and he'd have been off to the races for an easy layup the other way. 3.05 to play, opening quarter. First win sub of the game on the floor now. Reed Hill, a 6-1 junior. 9-2 model towners. They have not trailed. Delangelo runs a point now for Westwood. Taylor top the key, looking to drive left side of the lane, puts up a floater, won't go, rebound Harnick. Harnick looking to push it, 2.50 to go in the opening quarter. Harnick gets it to the wing for Anderson, back up top to Harnick, looking to drive in. Harnick picks up the dribble, bullet pass underneath to nobody in particular, and it's an unforced turnover. 2.43 to go opening quarter. Quickly, Westwood pushing it the other end. Carlson backs it out, defended by Love. Carlson crosses over in the baseline, puts up a difficult shot around the rim and does not go oh, down, but a foul's called. Nice soft touch off the high glass. It just did not go. He drew the contact, and the foul's going on Hill, his first. Team fouls even at three apiece. Carlson a 70% foul shooter this year. He's got the only Westwood bucket of the game thus far. A couple dribbles, dips the knees, it's on the way, and he makes it. He'll have one more. 9-3, Gwynn by six. One more for Carlson. It's on the way. It's off the heel of the rim, no good. Rebound Hill. Love with the basketball, gets it across timeline. Bose picks him up. Love 
Picks it up near the center of the floor. Gets it to Anderson. Anderson looking to drive right side of the lane. Bullet pass to Hill. Now kick out Lightford. Lightford picked up by Bose. Gets it to Love. Love right at the top of the key. Dribbling with the left hand. Cross-court feed goes to Anderson. He crosses over with Carlson on him. Goes back up top to Love, who's going to set up an offense with 2.05 to play. Love dribbling right at the top of the key. Lobs down low. We get a whistle underneath. And a foul away from the ball going against Westwood. It's number two on Marcus Bowes, team's fourth. And it allows Beckman back into the ball game. He replaces Stephen Kangas. Hill will trigger it in underneath. Beckman on ball. They get it into Love. Love, bullet pass underneath for Hill. Trying to post up on Beckman. Poked away from him by Bose. Ball loose on the floor. Bodies diving everywhere for it. Hill's on top of it, and then he's tied up. Minute 52 to go opening quarter. 9-3 model towers. Boy, Love came into the lane after the inbound and just threw Zachary Beckman right out the way. I was surprised that didn't draw a whistle. Westwood with the basketball trailing by six. Delangelo into the front court. Delangelo crossing over. Now waiting. Someone comes and picks him up. That's Anderson. Dribbles right at the top of the key. Gets it to Beckman. Beckman for Carlson. And we get a whistle and a travel called on Westwood. That gets Alderton back into the ball game for Westwood. He replaces Bowes. Minute 36 to go, quarter number one, 9-3 Gwynn. Downers with the basketball. Love brings it across the midcourt stripe. Love with the right-hand dribble. Westwood in the player-to-player defense. He's picked up by Anderson. Love still with the basketball, crosses over, now picks up the dribble. His pass dangerous, knocked out of bounds off of Gwynn. They say it went off Lightford last, and Westwood forces the turnover as David Duval, a 5'11 junior, comes into the game for the first time tonight. Minute 17 to go, quarter number one, 9-3, Gwynn leads. Dell into the front court, picks up the dribble, bounce pass Carlson. Carlson left at the top of the key with love on him. Carlson looks and looks, yet to employ the dribble, never does. He gets it off to Dell, down low, Alderton trying to post up. Alderton trying to kick it back out, and a jump ball is called. It was a quick jump ball there with how they've let him play so far tonight. The last jump ball took four four people on the Mm -hmm. floor before they blew it. That one was really quick. One minute even left to play in the opening quarter. 9-3 Gwynn. Quickly into the front court. The Towners pushing it. Harnick bounce pass underneath goes out of bounds. It was not touched by a Patriot. And Westwood takes over with 53 seconds left in the quarter. Kangas back on the floor replacing Beckman. Little run and jump there. That might be what Patriots need to do is speed them up a little bit. They've thrown some pretty bad passes when they've been on the run so far tonight. Might be something Coach Surge is trying to check in to see if he's going to continue with tonight. Gwen in the home white uniforms, black numerals outlined in gold. They're going to play him in the half court man-to-man. Delangelo with the basketball at the top of the key, picked up by Duvall, who just came into the game. Gets it up top to Kangas. Kangas picked up by Love. One dribble, then he passes it off to Alderton, playing the high post. Alderton rotate to the corner. Delangelo driving, baseline layup. Yes, off the window and in. Nice seal by Zach Beckman there to allow Delangelo to get on the baseline. Quickly, Gwynn pushing at the other end. Into a double team, they dribble out with Duvall. Duvall, cross-court feed, Harnick. We get a whistle and a travel call. Like you talked about, Jared, they will turn it over if you speed them up enough. And that has happened the last three possessions. So 15 seconds left in the quarter. Westwood trails 9-5. to 
Delangelo walks it across the midcourt stripe. He's into the front court with 11. Dell between the circles, holding and waiting, looking for a shot. Drives the right side of the lane and kicks it out to Alderton. Four seconds left. Tie right at the top of the key. He's got to get something off. Gets to Dell. Good if it goes from the corner. No good. Now Westwood somehow got a good look off. Couldn't knock it down from three-point land, and that's the way the opening quarter ends. 9-5 Gwynn after one. Let's take a timeout. Second quarter after this on ESPN-UP. When glass breaks, and it's the kind of a break where your insurance company is going to pay for it, step back for a moment and call timeout. You have the right to select Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales of Ishpeming, and why not? If it's glass, they can fix it. All work is guaranteed, and they will bill your insurance directly. The mobile team at Peninsula Glass will come to you and make repairs. Call for a free estimate and see how the crew can best serve you. They also do residential and heavy equipment repair. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales, Marquette County's only locally owned and operated auto glass shop, right on US 41 in Ishpeming. You're listening to Westwood Patriots Basketball on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to E.L. Miller Gymnasium. Tanner Hoops, Jared Koski with you. A reminder that Super One Foods and Agani Marquette support everyone in tonight's game. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all local high schools. Get behind your team wearing hats, shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, and more with the logos of your favorite team. Peninsula Glass and Auto knows there are some real advantages to buying a used vehicle. Someone else took the hit on the depreciation, so the value is your, uh, the car is yours at a fair price. And Super One Food, get, check that out. Get active, stay active, and be active with active physical therapy in Marquette, Ishpeming, and Nagani. Layup off the opening inbounds pass to Eric Anderson, and he gets it off the window. And Westwood is within two, nine to seven. Across the midcourt stride, Love gets it to Duvall, left of the top of key. Duvall to the foul line for Hill, and we get a whistle and a three in the key call going against Gwynn. Yeah. Another turnover. They scored nine early on, and they've been held without a point for about five minutes now. Yeah, and it's a 5-0 run for the Patriots at this point. Into the front court, Delangelo between the circles, gets it to Carlson. Carlson, bullet pass underneath, head fake, Leah Beckman off the window and in. And we're tied at nine with 7.17 to go in the first half. Patriots got a little something going with that flex offense. And Love nearly turns it over. He's in trouble in a double team, and we get a whistle and a foul called, I believe, in the corner. And it is. It's on Delangelo, our fifth, and Taylor's first. Nine to nine, our score. Seven consecutive points for Westwood after trailing 9-2 early. And Gwynn has not scored since about five minutes left in the opening quarter. Love with the basketball near the center of the floor. Love between his legs, dribbling with the right hand now to the right of the top key. Delangelo on him. Gets it to Harnick. Now to Duvall driving left side of the lane. Shovel pass underneath. Hill never saw it coming. Carlson picks it off. A one-on-three. Carlson doesn't care. Drive to the basket. Layup doesn't go. And a foul called on Carlson. It's offensive. They're awarding the defense the charge call today by holding their ground and making the play. That's Carlson's first, team sixth. Lightford back into the ball game along with Anderson for the Mottle Towners. Tie game at 9-9. 6.45 to play first half. Westwood has not led tonight. 
quickly into the front court for Love. Love gets it to Anderson, right at the top key, down low to Hill. Hill trying to post up. We get a whistle before he does so. Yep. That's a foul on Westwood. There's pretty good defense being played there, but he's got his hand on his hip, and to the official, it looks like he's shoving them. That is Westwood's 17th foul. Beckman picks it up, his first, and that puts Hill to the line. As Alderton checks back in for this one and one. 6.34 to go, first half. Patriots averaging 65 points a game so far, just five in the opening quarter as Hill misses the front end of the one and one. Nearly got his own rebound. It's tipped out of bounds, and it went off of Westwood, the official says. Possession stays with Gwynn. They'll inbound near the center of the floor. Anderson gets it into the backcourt to Love. Love working it across timeline with Delangelo shadowing him. Love, left-hand dribble, picks it up and gets it to Harnick. Harnick back to Love near the center of the floor. Love a foot away from a midcourt strike. Now he starts to work his way toward the three-point line. Gets it to Lightford. Lightford to the top key for Anderson. Anderson to Love, defended by Alderton. Love, bullet pass underneath to Hill. Hill finds a wide-open Lightford who misses a point-blank layup underneath. Rebound pulled down by Mason Mariuzza. 6-1 senior, 8.3 points a game just checked in. Westwood bounced past the other way, and it's intercepted by Lightford with 5.50 to play here in the first half. Kicking to the corner now. Love goes back out for Lightford. Now finds Harnick open three. Missed it off the front of the rim. Rebound is pulled down by Carlson. Carlson quickly into the front court. He's fouled as Harnick nearly had a steal. Oh, and then he let the ball roll all the way down the gym and didn't pick it up for the official. That's one of the things the official remembers. <laughs> you lose that ball, you, you get a foul call, and you go run and pick that ball up for that guy, and maybe you won't get the next one. Marcus Bowes back into the game. The foul, by the way, the first on Harnick, team's fourth. 5.38 to go, first half, 9-9 our score, and it's been about eight full minutes since Gwynn has scored a point. He scored nine in the first three minutes of this game. Alderton in the high post gets it to Carlson, open three, does not catch iron, rebound is pulled down by Harnick. Harnick quickly pushing at the other end, now he's going to slow it down and get it to his point guard, Love. Love at the top key, back out to Harnick with a head fake. Harnick driving in, now he pulls it back out. Harnick to Love, Love just in front of the Westwood bench, goes back up to the top of the key for Lightford. Lightford to Hill in the corner. Hill going up top, has nearly picked off, and Lightford is going to slow it down and reset. Gets it to Harnick in the corner. Alderton on him. Now driving down low, layup around the rim. Oh, tough shot. First points in about a nine-minute span, and we have a whistle. And what have we? No one's called timeout. Are we getting a warning? I think we're getting a warning on Harnick. I think he hung on the rim. Is that what it is? He I don't pulled it know. down? I don't know what happened the, there. The official went over and talked to Gwynn head coach Jim Finkbeiner. I believe they issued a warning. Maybe something he said after he made the bucket or... Could have been. Either or, we're back to basketball. 4.45 to go first half. Mariuta underneath to Alderton. Shovel pass underneath to both. Taken away from him by Love. 4.36 to go first half. 11-9 model towners by two. They have not trailed. Love driving right side of the lane. Layup. Good. No, it's called for a charge. Another offensive charge. They are awarding it tonight, and they are legitimate charges. Number two on Love. Team's fifth. And 
That allows Delangelo back into the game. He replaces Bose. And that's kind of a big deal defensively for them mm-hmm. for because he is handling the Westwood guard pressure pretty well. He's got some speed. He's using his speed to control the defender. So if uh, we can get him in foul trouble, we'll see what else they have to do that with. Delangelo goes to the top key for Mariuzza. Mariusa picked up by Harnick, finds Anderson, left elbow jumper, round the rim and out. Rebound Harnick with 4.15 to play here in the first half, 11-9 downers. Harnick across timeline, gets it to Anderson, Anderson back to Harnick. Harnick defended by Carlson, goes to the wing for Love. Love defended by Anderson, right at the top of the key, throws it into the backcourt. Was it touched? It was not. Just an unforced turnover. Turnover's already starting to mount up for the model towns. Yeah, Patriots need to keep up the pressure hard. The ball comes out of Love's hands. The rest of the folks aren't quite taking care of it as good as he is. Delangelo with the basketball top the key goes to Anderson left wing. Anderson gets it to Mariuta driving the lane. Mariuta spins, turns, shoots, and gets it to go down. Tied at 11, 3.42 to play here in the first half. Into the front court, Lightford top key. His pass deflected away, but he gets it back. Then it's stolen in midcourt by Carlson. Drive to the basket, layup no good. Uh, Carlson couldn't get the fast break layup to go down quickly. The other end, a Harnick layup is good. What a swing. That's a four-point swing, and it's Gwynn leading 13-11. Quickly, Westwood, the other end, layup. Mason Mariuzza ties the game with 3.15 to play. And we're just going up and down the floor now, coast to coast. Anderson to Hill at the foul line. Drop step in the lane. Layup won't go. Rebound is pulled down by Mariuzza, and he's fouled by Hill 90 feet from the basket. Ah, the thing that you just beg your bigs to not do is miss a shot and then reach in on a rebound after that, and he was guilty of that right there. And that was Gwynn's last foul to give here in the first half. Number two on Hill. Game's tied at 13-all. 3.04 to play here in the first half. Beckman back on the floor for Westwood. Win led 9-2 to start this game. They led 9-5 after one quarter. Westwood is not led tonight. Three-minute mark here in the first half. Mariuta right at the top key. Bullet pass underneath. Carlson layup no good, but he's fouled. And Zach will go to the line. More chance to put Westwood ahead for the first time tonight. I also understand what Coach Serge is talking about. When Westwood settles into their half-court offense, they are getting some real easy looks and good looks under the bucket where Gwynn is being forced to foul them. The foul goes on to Quan Starnes, a 5'8 junior who just checked in. And Carlson's first of two is on the way and made. Westwood on top for the first time tonight with 2.54 to play in the first half. One more coming for Carlson. Couple dribbles, dips the knees. It's on the way, and he makes it. 15-13 Patriots, and Starnes is called for a timeout. Can I get a timeout first? Yeah, Coach Finkbeiner got a timeout there. That was good because the official looked to me like he was signaling a double dribble. Yeah, and it was, but he was the official standing right by Coach uh, Coach Finkbeiner there, and he heard him call it by the time he got his whistle in his mouth. The travel happened, and that's why it wasn't a travel. Well, if you're looking for a safe and sound community bank, then look to M-Bank. From business loans to home mortgages and everything in between, they're in your corner and just around the corner. Stop in and visit any of the Marquette County locations. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Art Van Furniture of Marquette is proud to be locally owned and operated by the same family serving our community since 1971 at Household Appliance. The Midwest leader in furniture and mattresses. Visit ArtVan.com to see their weekly ads and preview their selection. 
Fox Motors Team UP is proud to support the players, coaches, and fans in tonight's game, as well as the educational efforts of our teachers and schools to prepare our students for the future. Good luck from all of us at Fox Motors Team UP. And Eagle Mine will strengthen the communities in which they work and live. Eagle Mine will leave the UP in a better state economically and socially than when they started. Tanner Hoops, Jared Koski with you. Glad to have you along. 15-13 Westwood leading for the first time tonight. 2.52 to play here in the first half. Lots of coaches in the house tonight. I see Coach Johnson from Iron Mountain. I see Coach Waterman from Nagani. They're all wanting to see what's going on <laughs> in this game tonight. It's a slow night around the UP, too. Not a lot of their games happen, and they can do it. Bounce pass underneath is tipped away by Eric Anderson. Saved what would have been a fast break layup. And Gwynn is just trying to go coast to coast right now. 2.49 to go first half. Anderson will trigger it in underneath the Westwood bucket. Anderson looks and looks, and it gets deflected back out by Alderton. Couldn't get it over Ty's long arms. We'll do it again. Anderson looks and looks, slaps the ball, continues to look, having trouble with it. Then he gets it into the top to keep for Harnick. Harnick defended by Anderson, backs it out, 243 to play. Harnick gets a high ball screen from Starnes. Bounce pass goes to the wing for Anderson. Anderson back up top to Starnes. Starnes guarded by Delangelo. Back to Anderson right at the top of the key. Anderson bounce pass to Jancy. Jancy one dribble, looking, leaning, shooting. Jumper won't go. Starnes the O-board and his shot blocked out of bounds by Alderton. Oh, Alderton getting up and just swatting that one on him. Somehow Starnes at 5'8 came away with that rebound, but Stretch says, I'm 6'4". Sends that ball out of bounds. Inbounds pass. Jancy to do the honors. Looks and looks. And he gets it into Starnes near the center of the floor. 2.22 to go first half. 15-13 Westwood by two. Starnes defended by Carlson. Dribbles with the right hand. Directs traffic with the left. He hands it off. Lightford. Lightford nearly had his pocket pick. Got it to Anderson. Now to Jancy underneath. Looking to post up. Jump shot no good. Well defended. Alderton who comes down with the rebound. And then he's fouled. Yeah, another another one Gwyn missed. Same player shoves the rebounder. And that will put Ty to the line for a one-and-one. One. First foul against Jancy, team's eighth. And Hill is back into the ballgame, replacing Lightford. Ty this year is shooting 67% at the foul line. 2.06 to go here in the first half. 15-13, Westwood by two. This is a 13-4 run. And the first is on the way. He won't get another. He missed it. Rebound is pulled down by Anderson. Gets it to Starnes across timeline. Starnes, right-hand dribble. Bounce pass to the wing for Harnick. Harnick crosses over, picks up the dribble, gets it back to Starnes. Open, left wing, three, around the rim and in. Win back on top at 16-15, a minute 45 to go, first half. Carlson top the key. Starnes picks him up. Bounce pass goes to Anderson. We get a whistle away from the ball and a foul underneath on Gwynn. And it'll be another Westwood one and one. Their ninth team foul. That might be three on Hill. It is indeed on Hill. That is a big foul right there. It is number three on him. Minute and 38. You think Coach Finkbeiner's going to pull him out of there? It doesn't look like it. No one's at the scores table. Alderton, front end of the one and one. He makes it. And we're retied at 16. And we have a 
Buzzer at the scores table. It's Mason Mariuzza back on the floor replacing Beckman. Yeah, that's a tough one when the buzzer operator <laughs> hits it after the ball's already back to the free throw. It happens. Minute 38 to go, first half, second foul shot for the lead is good. Ty goes two for two that trip, and a full court press put on now by Westwood. Starnes beats it, gets it into the front court, bounce pass, wide open underneath, layup, missed it, point blank, tip and try, Hill no good, rebound Ty Alderton. Oh, they had Hornick lined up, and he couldn't get the point blank layup, and then Carlson is fouled by Starnes as he tried to drive coast to coast. <laughs> he took a couple hits on that one, it was like he was carrying a puck up the ice there. And Carlson is into the line as Starnes picked up his second foul. Westwood in the double bonus. Tenth team foul on Gwynn with a minute 23 to go in the half. 17-16, Pats lead it by one as Carlson's first try is made. He'll have one more. Second of three games this week for the Patriots as Carlson missed the second foul shot. Rebound Jancy. Friday night at home with Iron Mountain. And Coach Bucky Johnson in the house doing a little scout. Bullet pass to Hill underneath. Unforced turnover again. Yeah, model toners are not able to handle that little bit of pressure the Patriots are putting on. They're speeding them up a little bit and causing them turnovers. 18-16 Westwood by two. Minute 13 to go here in the first half. Patriots need to get a good set here. Take some time off of here and get a good easy bucket. Delangelo basketball at the top of the key. Gets it to Anderson right wing. Anderson guarded by Hill. Got to think that's a mismatch. Gets it to Beckman. Beckman rotate to Carlson. Driving in. Pull up jumper at the foul line is good. And Westwood leads it by four at 20 to 16. 50 seconds left in the second quarter. Starnes across the midcourt strike. Starnes spinning top of the key. Delangelo on him. Picks up the dribble. Shovel pass underneath. Intercepted Mason Mariuta. Two on two the other way. Mason to the basket. Layup no good. Rebounds offensive. Put back Carlson. No good. Rebound still loose on the floor. We have a whistle before anyone got possession. And what have we? A jump ball? I think that's going to go on. No, we, have a, we do have a foul. You're right. Mason Mariuta reaching in on one of the rebounds there is what he got out of all that. There's lots of contact. It is a foul on Mason, his first team's eighth. 34 seconds left in the first half, and they are sending Gwynn to the other end to shoot a one-and-one. Patriots trailed 9-2 to start this game. Since then, an 18-7 run. The shooter is Tristan Jancy. 20-16, 20-16, Westwood by four. Front end of the one and one is missed. Rebound Westwood into the hands of Mason Mariuzza. Quickly they push it ahead. Down low they find Delangelo. His jumper no good. Tip and try Anderson no good. Rebound pulled down by Hill. Gets it to Starnes. Starnes working it into the front court. Harnick taken away from him. That play was broken up by Carlson. Stolen by Mariuzza. 15 seconds left into the front court. Corner for Beckman. Now back up top to Carlson. Ten seconds left. Zach dribbling near the center of the floor. Seven seconds. Carlson crosses over. Starnes on him. Driving right side of the lane. Now pulls it back out. Two seconds left. Lost the handle. Flings it up. Good if it goes. And it's off the back of the rim. Yeah, I don't know. The one-on-one is tough, man. Right there. Almost like you need a ball screen and uh, something to happen there as opposed to just leaving someone on an island out there to get one up at the buzzer going off. That's that's tough on a point guard when there's Five sets of eyes looking at you on the defensive side. That is the way the first half ends. It's Westwood 20, Gwynn 16. The numbers and recap next year in ESPN-UP. 
We don't wallpaper, we won't choose your paint colors, but we're here to get your home loan ready so that you can. The mortgage team at First Bank is excited to work with you. Stop in or apply online at first-bank.com. Whether you're ready to buy or planning ahead, make it happen with First Bank. First Bank, Marquette Ishpeming. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, subject to approval, fees may apply. First Bank, where it's all about people. Here's what your friends and neighbors are saying about active physical therapy. This is Mike Kosky with Congress Pizzas. After being diagnosed with a herniated lower disc, I was given the option of either surgery or therapy. I chose active physical therapy because of Scotty Corkin. My experience with active physical therapy is extremely positive. Scott set me up with a program that I could do at home. After one month, I was back on my feet doing my daily activities. Get active, be active, stay active with active physical therapy. For more information, visit stayactiveup.com. You're listening to Westwood Patriots Basketball on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to Gwen High School's E.L. Miller Gymnasium. Tanner Hoops, Jared Kosky, Max Stevens, the crew for tonight. Halftime in this boys' contest as the Patriots lead at 20-16. to 16. A little reminder before we get into the recap that First Bank has offices in Ishpeming and Marquette, plus seven other locations in Upper Michigan. Find out more at first-bank.com, or better yet, stop and soon to meet the team. First Bank, proud to be part of our community where it's all about people. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all local high schools. Get behind your team wearing hats, shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, and more with the logos of your favorite school. And Big Boy Restaurant Marquette has room for you and your team to enjoy breakfast, lunch, and dinner buffets with room for everyone to sit together in the back of the restaurant. Glad to have you along and thankful for your sponsorship. Westwood boys leading 20-16. to Gwynn jumped out to a 9-2 lead three minutes into the game, and then they went scoreless for the next nine minutes. It stretched well into the second quarter as the Patriots were able to take their first lead late in the first half. Westwood ends the half on an 18-7 run. And, Jared, if you're ready... Let's take a look at some of the first-half scoring numbers. Yeah, for the model toners, Harnick's got two threes and two twos for ten. Um, Light, Lightford's got a three, and uh, Starn's got a three. That's it for them. Um, Zach Carlson leading the way for the Patriots with eight. Uh, Mason Mariuta with two buckets for four points. Zach Beckman with a bucket for two points. Eric Anderson with a bucket for two points. Ty Elderton, two free throws. And Taylor Delangelo with two. Westwood shot six for 12 from the free throw line in the first half, so 50%. Um, Gwen was 0 for 2 in the first half from the free throw line, but uh, it was those one, two, three, four threes that Gwen shot, that Gwen made, that has kept them in this game at this point right now. They have not been able to finish underneath the rack, and they've had a couple of point blank layups, not a whole lot of them, but the ball control, that's been the thing that's killing the Towners in the first half. Yeah, and I'm unable to keep uh, turnovers on, on, on the score sheet here. Like, I'm used to this fancy technology when we're doing <laughs> the girls' games, and the boys, I got a sheet of paper up here, and uh, we don't have the same software that we use for the girls games and uh it's a little bit tougher but that is definitely something that happened a lot to the model towners as they turned the ball over and the patriots got them on the run they've spoiled you with all the technology well i tell you what looking around at the out-of-town scoreboard there's not a lot happening 
around the UP tonight. Munising getting a 15-4 lead over Rapid River in boys' action. That game's still early in the opening quarter. Let's take another timeout. More in our halftime show coming up after this on ESPN-UP. All of us at Fox Nagani are continuing to give this holiday season. Last month, we did the Fox Cares Turkey Giveaway. And this month, we're bringing back the Fox Giving Tree for another year. Be one of the first 100 people to buy or lease any car during December and choose an envelope off the tree containing a surprise gift. Gifts include two $1,000 grand prizes, $500 gift cards, $100 gas cards, a set of four winter tires, all-weather floor mats, title covers, and many more. Hurry in because the Giving Tree promotion is only while supplies last. Also, we're offering another incentive to buy. This month, everyone will receive Chevy employee pricing on select vehicles like the 2020 Chevy Equinox and the 2019 Chevy Silverado. Buy new roads this holiday season with free pickup and delivery at Fox Nagani. Experience the difference. Hi, honey, I'm home. What's new? Hustle delivered our new washer and dryer today. Oh, that was fast. Any problems? None at all. The guys arrived on time, hooked up the water, and hauled away the old ones. Have a look. Hi. Uh, hi. Uh, sweetie, what are these guys doing in our laundry room? They're the household guys. Okay, I can see that. But why are they standing against the wall? <laughs> why, they're standing behind their products, silly. Would you boys like some more coffee? Household Appliance and Art Van Furniture, locally owned, U.S. 41 West, Marquette. I'm Tom Farley from the Bjorken-Zalke Funeral Home. The student-athletes in our area are second to none. They spend their days in the classroom preparing for their futures and compete after school in their sports with a high level of talent and effort. Each year there is a new set of athletes. We watch as they grow and develop and represent their schools and communities. When you see them on the street, let them know you appreciate their efforts. The Bjorken-Zalke Funeral Home is standing on the sideline with great admiration for what you do. Join us ensuring in a positive way as we enjoy this high school sports season. Bjork and Zelke Funeral Home, your local and trusted agents for Sunburst Memorials. There's 55,000 reasons it just got better to bank with MBank. MBank is now part of the AllPoint ATM network with over 55,000 surcharge-free ATMs worldwide, so you don't have to worry about paying an ATM fee. And finding an AllPoint ATM is easy. Look for the AllPoint logo on participating ATMs, Download the free AllPoint mobile app to find a surcharge-free ATM on the go or visit bankmbank.com. It just got better to bank with MBank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. If you are in need for the perfect tee to support your favorite local team, look no further. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all the local high schools. The Patriots, Hematites, Miners, Model Towners, and Redmond can all find their logos represented. Under Armour and many other high-known brands are carried, and Wilderness Sports is more than happy to specially make anything with your favorite logo. You want stadium seats to feature that logo? You got it. Go in to see the Hometown Touch as they help you find the perfect fit for you and for all your pursuits of hunting, fishing, and game-time gear. Wilderness Sports, downtown Ishpeming. You're listening to Westwood Patriots Basketball on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to Inner Hoops. Jared Koski, Max Stevens with you. A reminder that Super One Boots and Agani Marquette support the players in tonight's game. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood. Super One Boots. 
Metro North Credit Credit Union is a resource for you and your family. They support the efforts of all involved in tonight's game. Peninsula Glass and Auto knows there are some real advantages to buying a used vehicle. Someone else took the hit on the depreciation, so the value of the car is yours at a fair price. Peninsula Glass and Auto looks for the kind of vehicle they can stand behind. Tanner Hoops, Jared Koski, Max Stevens once again with you here in Gwynn. 20-16, to 16, the Westwood boys leading at halftime. Patriots trailed 9-2 in the first three minutes of this game. They held Gwynn scoreless for about nine minutes after that and end the first half on an 18-7 run. And to me, Jerry, the offense has been hard to come by here. And Gwynn's got a few open looks, but they've been a lot tougher to come by. You said just the uh, four threes mainly is really what's yeah. uh, what's been hurting Westwood. And they only had one after that first three-minute stretch, what have you. And that was Starnes late in the first half. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I would say... I don't have this data for sure, but I would say the Patriots settled in and ran a set about six times. And about three of those sets, they got wide-open layups and the easy buckets, and the other two, they got fouls for going two shots to the line, right? So uh, I think that's something they're going to talk about at halftime probably and say, hey, look, guys, every time we get in a set and we run it, we're getting a good look. Let's just get the ball, make them turn it over, and then let's make them play defense for a little bit. Let's take our last time out, second half after this on ESPN-UB. Closing costs, equity, escrow. Home buying needs to be in a language that's easy to understand. Whether it's your first or your next home, Embers Credit Union helps you buy that home with straight talk. No BS banking and the very best mortgage for you. So every home loan is approved and serviced locally. Our genuine approach to banking is why Embers is the fastest growing credit union in the UP. See any of our great mortgage loan officers or visit embers.org today. We're Embers Credit Union. Let's live it up. Super One Foods in Nagani and Marquette welcome high school basketball with these specials. Black Angus boneless New York strip steaks for $6.96 a pound. Smithfield boneless pork sirloin roast for $1.66 a pound. Black Angus boneless bottom round roast $3.69 a pound. Northern King cooked shrimp 51 to 60 count for $7.97. And Coke products 24 pack cases for $6.96 plus deposit. Prices are good through January 11th at your local Super One stores in Nagani and Marquette. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. Now you can combine Big Boy's Big Goodness with Big Room in the new meeting room that can fit up to 50 people. Next time you need a space for your group and food to feed them, call on Big Boy Marquette. You pay for the food, the room is free to reserve. Take a peek at it the next time you're in. It's in the back by the buffet. There's a TV on the wall if you need and free Wi-Fi. Teams can eat meals there. Ladies have been spotted playing cards. What could you use it for? The brand new meeting room at Big Boy Marquette awaits you. Call 226-1062. It's time for the second half. Here's Tanner Hoops to bring you all the action. Just underway here in Gwynn in half number two. We get a whistle and a five-second call against uh, Gwynn. It's a turnover to start things off here in half number two. So just underway once again. Glad to have you along. 20-16 to 16 is our score. Tanner Hoops, Jared Koski, and Max Stevens on the call. Carlson across the midcourt stripe. Bounce pass to Bose. Bose defended by Harnick at the top of the key. Bose one dribble. Gets it back to Carlson. Carlson underneath. Trying to shovel it to Alderton. Got deflected out of bounds by Hill. And it stays with Westwood. Uh, it was there. It was just hard to see through all the traffic. And he tried to get it there. But got a quick hand on it to knock it out. Patriots will trigger it in underneath the wind bucket. 
Matt Pavo will do the honors. He looks, he looks, still looking, and finds Delangelo in the corner. Goes up top to Bose. Bose back to Taylor, left at the top of the key. Taylor brings it back near the center of the floor. 20-16, to 16, Westwood by four. One minute gone by here in the second half. Pass goes through Bose's hands. Coming the other way is Harnick with the steal. Then he's fouled by Bose. That's his third, and it's the first of the half on either team. Yeah, you just can't maintain contact all the way down the court. Marcus is moving his feet, and he is quick as can be. It's just he needed to turn and get off of him a little bit and try to get out ahead of him. That's, that's a tough call, but it's the right one. Zach Beckman in the ball game, replacing Bose. Inbound from the side, Jancy with Pavo on him, gets it into Harnick near the center of the floor, rotate to Anderson, now back to Harnick. Harnick to Love, right at the top of the key. We didn't see a lot of him after he picked up his second foul with about four minutes to play in the second quarter. But he's got the ball now, and he goes to the corner with it. A head fake for Jancy. Jancy, left-hand dribble, picks it up, now goes to the corner for Hill. Hill kicks it to the corner for Love. We get a whistle before his three-point try, and he traveled. So far, the uh, half has been nothing but turnovers. 6.34 to go here in this third quarter. Walking it across the midcourt stripe, Delangelo. He's going to run the offense. Picked up at the top key by Anderson. Gets it to Carlson. Carlson to Pavo on the wing. Now back up to Carlson to Taylor. Taylor right at the top key underneath Alderton. Could not handle the pass. Stolen away by Hill. 6.12 to play here in the third quarter. Hill quickly works it ahead to Harnick. Harnick to Anderson, now to the corner for Love. Love gets it to Jancy. Jancy, left-hand dribble, brings it to the top of the key, now picks it up. Jancy for Love, now goes to the corner for Anderson. Anderson directing traffic, picked up by Beckman. Lob pass Hill underneath, layup doesn't go, but he's fouled. And Reed Hill will go to the line to shoot two with 5.53 to go in the quarter. And one goes on Alderton, number one on him, team second. Mariuta and Anderson set to check in after Hill's first foul shot. Hill over one at the line so far tonight. Couple dribbles, dips the knees, lets it go, and he misses this one off the heel of the rim. Mariuta and Anderson back onto the floor. They replace Pavo and Alderton. One more coming for Hill. Offense has been hard to come by on both sides tonight. You've had to earn it. And Hill makes a second foul shot. It's a one-possession game. Delangelo across timeline. Westwood leading 20-17. to Delangelo with a right-hand dribble. Anderson picks him up right at the top of the key. Goes to the corner for Anderson. Now back up top to Delangelo for Carlson. Now rotate to the left corner. Mariuta down low. Beckman looking to post up. Kicks it to a cutting Delangelo. His shot blocked underneath. Rebound is pulled down by Anderson who had the block. Anderson quickly into the front court. 5.30 to go third quarter. Anderson for love. Now back to Anderson. Bullet pass to the corner. Looking to post up. Hill and he's called for the charge. And is that four charges tonight between the two teams? and a couple other ones that could have been. Wow, Mason Mariuta getting there quick, getting his feet set and standing up straight. And that's a big foul because that's a fourth one on Reed Hill. And he's got to take a seat in favor of Lightford. Alderton back in the game for Westwood. First team foul on Gwynn, 519 to go in the quarter. 20-17, to 17, Westwood leads it by three. Delangelo across the midcourt stripe. Delangelo. Picked up by Anderson near the center of the floor. Now he works it ahead to the right wing. Goes to the corner. Mariuta 
underneath. Gets it to Alderton, leaning, floating, shooting, and gets it to go down. They have to attack that right now because Hill is on the bench with four fouls. And Ty Elderton was up on ready to go on command when that foul was called on Hill. And and one for Anderson as Jancy commits his second foul. Team second. Elderton. And Alderton to the line for the and one try. He makes it. A three-point play for Westwood. 23-17 at the five-minute mark third quarter. Love with a basketball right-hand dribble. Love picked up by Delangelo. Bounce pass to Anderson. Anderson to Harnick, defended by Carlson, goes to Lightford, top of the key, kicks it to the corner, Anderson for three, way off, rebound, pulled down by Carlson, and then he throws it out of bounds off of a Gwynn player, but the official says that it did Yeah, last touch Carlson. He, he did, he threw it off him, but he threw it off him so hard it came back and hit himself. Mm. 4.43 to play here in the third quarter, Gwynn maintains possession, Harnick and a foul away from the ball called. That's on Gwynn. I think it's on. It's on Jancy, number three on him. I didn't see what it was. Yeah, it looked like he shoved out trying to get position in there on the opposite block of where the ball was. His third, team's third, with 4:40 to play in the third quarter. 23-17, Gwyn trailing. Delangelo with the basketball. He works at cross timeline. Gwyn led this game nine to two at one point. Delangelo. Goes to the top, the key for Carlson. Carlson inside the arc. Alderton try to post up, turn around, jump around the rim and spit out like a sour grape. Rebound is pulled down by Harnick. Harnick works it ahead for Anderson. Back to Harnick. They've really got to get him going if they want to get their offense going. Harnick gets it to Love. Love right at the top of the key, looking and looking. Now he goes to the corner. Anderson. Anderson gets it back to Love. Now back to Anderson. 4.05 to go, third quarter. Whiteford to Harnick, looking to post up on Carlson. Turnaround jumper with one hand is no good, but he got his own miss, and then a foul is called with 3.57 to go in the quarter. That's going to be two on Zach Carlson. Team's third. Well, Westwood has really done a good job adjusting to Harnick. He's been quiet ever since the opening quarter. And it's not just been one guy. They've done it by committee. Lots of switches in Scott Sergila's defense. Inbound goes to the corner. Harnick into a double team. Lobs to the top of the key. Whiteford with it. Defended by Mariuta to Anderson. Back to Harnick in the corner. Harnick goes up top. Lightford tries a three. Knocks it down. Big shot for Gwynn. The three ball has kept him in it. 15 of their 20 points from behind the arc tonight. 23-20 Westwood. Delangelo driving. Left hand layup. Yes. Taylor with the answer. 25-20, and now the tempo starting to speed up again. That favors Westwood. Love with the basketball. Cross court to Anderson. Anderson backs it out. They'll slow it down a little bit and get it back to Love. Jim Finkbeiner telling him, do just that. Play slow. We are not a fast-tempo team. Underneath, they try to go to Harnick. He tries to post up. Harnick with a head fake. Lost the basketball out of bounds off of Gwynn. Yeah, three Patriots collapsed on him that time. And Marcus Bowes back into the game, playing with three fouls. 3.04 to go, third quarter, 25-20, Westwood by five. Girls basketball tomorrow night. Jared and I have the call as the gals welcome Calumet. Friday night, boys' home contest against Iron Mountain, the defending state runner-ups. 
Throws with the basketball. Bounce pass to Anderson to the corner. Delangelo tries a three. That's off the heel of the rim. Won't go. Offensive rebound. Alderton put back no good. Carlson pulls down the offensive board again, and he tried to throw it out of bounds off of Harnick. Harnick stole it away. Then it's stolen back by Bose to the corner. Carlson for three. Off the heel of the rim. No good. And then a rebounding foul. What a wild sequence there. Wow. I don't know how you kept up with that all. That all happened real quick. Oh, boy. It's on Anderson, his second, team's fourth, 2.34 to go in the quarter. Five-point Patriot lead at 25-20, looking to move to 4-1 and one on the season. Cross the midcourt strike. Love with the basketball, defended by Bose. Love dribbles to the right corner, has the baseline, shovels near the top of key, and it's intercepted by Anderson. Anderson ahead at the 2.20 mark. Gets it to Delangelo. Delangelo finds Carlson. Carlson driving left side of the lane. Step back jumper is off the window and in. The bank open for Zach Carlson. Seven-point lead matches the largest of the game for either team. Two minutes to go third quarter. Underneath driving Anderson layup off the window and in. Minute 55 to go third quarter. Bowes quickly run the floor. Other end called for a charge. And that's four on Marcus Bowes. Good job, Anderson, getting back in place, taking that call. They are certainly awarding. Charge has been a popular call tonight. 15 foul on Westwood. Bows will sit. No, Nobody can really argue with it. Because no. They're, they're not calling it every time. There's been a few flops, but they are calling it. And at 45 to go, third quarter, 15 foul on Westwood, by the way. Loose ball on the floor, pass was deflected away, and then a couple of Westwood bodies diving for it, and they tie up the model towner, Anderson. Oh, they're going to call a foul instead. Oh, they're calling a foul on mm. Ty Elderton for hustling out there and getting after the ball on the mm. ground. I thought he tied him up myself. Yeah, me too. Second on tie, team sixth. Inbound pass. They try to throw it behind the defense. Instead, they throw it out of bounds. They had Lightford cutting to the basket. And Gwynn, once again, an unforced turnover. And that has been the difference tonight. We haven't kept turnover stats, but it's got to be at least by about 20, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to win many games with 20 turnovers. Final 90 seconds left in the third quarter. We have a travel call on Westwood. Just not quite waiting for the next guy to come up in the offense and trying to do too much. I mean, it, it resembles what we've been watching with the girls a little bit. Everybody's kind of too excited to get going with the basketball instead of wait for their teammate to come off the next pick. David Duvall into the ball game for Gwynn. 27-22, Patriots by five with a minute 20 to go in the third quarter. Love with the basketball top of the key, picks up the dribble, looks for help. Finds it in Harnick, defended by Carlson, left at the top of the key, gets it to Lightford. Lightford guarded by Beckman, crossover dribble, now goes to the corner for Love, this time picked up by Delangelo. Love goes up top to ball, pumps up a three, and that's off the front of the rim, no good. Rebound pulled down by Alderton. One minute left and a foul 90 feet from the basket oh, on Gwynn. That's going to be on Love. Number three on him, 57 seconds left in the third quarter. Those are the most frustrating fouls, 90 feet from the bucket. So 57 seconds left here in the third quarter. Delangelo brings it across the midcourt stripe. Westwood leading 27-22. Patriots trailed 9-5 after one. Led 20-16 at halftime. 
Carlson right at the top key, guarded by Love, goes up top. Beckman pumps up a three off the backboard and in. The bank open for Zach Beckman. Eight-point Westwood lead, 30 seconds left, third quarter. To the wing, Harnick, cross-court feed Duval. Duval picks up the dribble, goes up top to Lightford. Lightford to Duval, right at the top of the key with Anderson on him. Back to Harnick with 20 seconds to play, and we have a whistle and a foul underneath. And that's going to put Gwynn to the line for a one-and-one. That is our 17th foul. And that is on Elderton. That's three on him. He's got too much of the body. It puts Tristan Jancy to the line for a one-and-one with 19 seconds left in the third quarter. Matt Pabo back into the ball game. He replaces Ty. Yeah, good coaching substitution there by Coach Serge with 19 seconds to go. Don't let Ty pick up his fourth foul there. Jancy for the front end of the one-and-one. It's around the rim and in. Got the friendly hometown roll. One more coming. Couple dribbles, dips the knees, it's on the way and made. 30 to 24, Westwood by six. 15 seconds left as Delangelo gets it into the front court. Delangelo, right hand dribble. 10 seconds left, still near the center of the floor. Now makes his move, driving on Duval, left side of the lane, puts up a jumper and knocks it down off the window. Three seconds left. Inbound to Love. Half-court heave is good if it goes, and it comes up short. May have been blocked by Delangelo. We are through three quarters here in the Model Town. It's Westwood 32, Gwynn 24. Fourth quarter after this on ESPN-UP. Tune in to the UP's premier sports show, The Sports Pen with Tanner Hoops. Weekday afternoons at 4 on ESPN-UP. Get caught up on all the late-breaking headlines surrounding local, regional, and national sports. Plus, hear from coaches as well as local and national members of the media. The Sports Pen with Tanner Hoops. Weekday afternoons at 4 on ESPN-UP. Online at ESPNUP.com and on the ESPN-UP app. You're listening to Westwood Patriots Basketball on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to Glenn Tanner Hoops. Jared Koski with you. Reminder to make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Dave's Collision Center at 579 Washington Street in Ishpeming. Get active, be active, stay active. Active physical therapy in Marquette, Ishpeming, and Agani. Check them out at stayactiveup.com for more info. And Eagle Mind strives to strengthen the communities in which they work and live. They will leave the UP in a better social and economic state than when they found it. Glad to have you along as we get set to start the fourth quarter of action. 32-24, Westwood leads Gwynn by eight. That's the largest lead of the game for either team. Shout out to Encio and Marie Ostola, uh, Daniel Ostola's grandparents, listening right. at home. They're frequent listeners when they can't be at the games, and I hope you're enjoying the game tonight. Good win for Dan and the JV squad tonight, 41-36 in overtime, right before the varsity took the floor. Carlson driving, but before he can put up a layup attempt, we have a foul on the floor against Gwynn. That goes on Love, and that's number four on the Model Towner point guard. Fifteen foul. And Starnes into the ball game. He replaces Love. I don't know how long Jim Finkbeiner can keep him out. Beckman will trigger it in underneath the Model Towner hoop, and he lobs it into Alderton playing the high post. Alderton looking to drive right side of the lane, all the way to the rack. Space in the floor, and Stretch does the rest. 
double-digit Westwood lead 20 seconds into the fourth quarter. Starnes with a basketball near the top of the key. He's running the point with Love on the bench, having picked up four fouls. Bounce pass to the wing. Now back to Starnes. Starnes, right-hand dribble, brings it to the right of the top key. Delangelo on him. Brings it now to the low block, and stepping on the baseline, Starnes, or did they get a foul? It's going to be going to the line for a one-and-one. They're saying Taylor fouled him. A blocking foul. Team's eighth, second on Taylor. Well, I don't know what Taylor was supposed to do in that situation, but they do call him. They say his body forced Starnes onto the baseline. Starnes, three dribbles, spins the ball. Let's the front end go, and he makes it. He'll get another. After tonight, the Patriot boys home for five consecutive games. They won't go on the road again till January 30th at Iron Mountain. Second foul shot. Missed off the heel of the rim. Rebound is pulled down by Alderton. Quickly, they work it ahead. Carlson baseline. Jay knocks it down over the outstretched arm of Taquan Starnes. Westwood leading by 11, 36, 25, 7.05 to play in regulation. Starnes with a basketball. Goes up top to Lightford. Lightford for Duvall. Now to Starnes. Thought about a three. Instead, he's going to try to shovel it underneath, and it's picked off by Nathan Beckman. 6.52 to play here in the fourth quarter. Delangelo layup on the other end is no good, and then a rebounding foul on Alderton as he came down hard on Jancy, who's slow getting up. Oh, that was a big collision. That's the fourth on tie. Team's ninth, 6.47 to go. And the training staff is going to come out and look at Tristan Jancy. Well, a reminder that if you're looking for a bank that understands your business, look to M-Bank from business loans to treasury management and everything in between. M-Bank's in your corner just around the corner. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Household appliances, services, what they sell, and sometimes what others sell, depending on the brand. Not every store can promise that. Service after the sale is always tradition at Household Appliance. I tell you what, let's take a time out. We'll have more coming up after this here at ESPN-UP. Closing costs, equity, escrow. Home buying needs to be in a language that's easy to understand. Whether it's your first or your next home, Embers Credit Union helps you buy that home with straight talk. No BS banking and the very best mortgage for you. So every home loan is approved and serviced locally. Our genuine approach to banking is why Embers is the fastest growing credit union in the UP. See any of our great mortgage loan officers or visit embers.org today. We're Embers Credit Union. Let's live it up. You're listening to Westwood Patriots Basketball on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to Anna Rooms. Jared Koski with you. Max Stevens in the studio. Jancy back on his feet and heading to the foul line for a one-and-one. Not just yet, as a couple of officials wanted to talk something over. Yeah, I'm not sure if they were deciding whether he had to stay in the game or be substituted for, but he's up and at it. Front end of the one-and-one is missed, and Westwood has the rebound into the hands of Eric Anderson. 6.40 to play here in regulation, 36-25, Westwood by 11. Matt Pavo with the basketball in the high post. Pavo defended by Jancy, goes to Beckman, right at the top key, drive to the basket, scoop shot, layup won't go, but he's fouled. And Zach will go to the line to shoot two. Excellent floor spacement the last couple possessions for Westwood. That foul is on Harnick. That's number two. 
team sixth. Still 6.30 to play here in regulation. Beckman shooting just 44% at the foul line so far this year. First try is on the way and missed off the front of the rim. Westwood has a team shooting 63% at the line coming into play tonight. One more. This one's on the way, and it's around the rim and out. Gwynn rebound into the hands of Harnick. Gets it to Starnes across timeline. Gwynn trailing by 11. Starnes top the key, hands it off. Duvall with the basketball near the center of the floor. Duvall, cross-court feed to Lightford. Lightford left at the top of the key. Right-hand dribble, gets it up top to Jancy, playing the high post. Jancy for Starnes. Starnes picked up by Pavo. Starnes recognizes the mismatch, driving in, now kicks it out for Harnick. Harnick to Duvall, open three is good. Good pass work for Gwynn, that possession. Under six to play in regulation. 36-28, eight-point lead for Westwood. Delangelo with the basketball. Delangelo to Beckman, bullet pass Anderson underneath. Now kicks it out for Carlson, a head fake, driving on the low block. Carlson kicks it to the corner. Delangelo open for three. That's left short. Rebound is offensive for Carlson. Carlson gets it back to Delangelo. Delangelo up top to Beckman, hands it back to Taylor. And Taylor's going to slow it down with 5.30 to play in regulation. 36-28, eight-point lead for the Patriots. Anderson with the basketball. Anderson gets it up top to Pavo in the high post. Jancy on him. Underneath, they go to Beckman. Layup off the window and in. Yeah, they, Coach Serge screamed at him to get back set up, and they got an easy layup out of it. Ten-point game, five-minute mark in regulation, 38-28. Starnes at the top of the key. Starnes. Defended by Delangelo, brings it back out, now goes to the wing for Jancy. Jancy playing the high post. One dribble inside the arc, picked up by Pavo. Loose ball underneath, poked away by Anderson. Bodies died for it, and a jump ball is called with 4.48 to go. Alternating arrow favors Gwynn. It'll stay with the Towners as Anderson comes back into the ball game. you got to think we're going to see Reed Hill pretty quick here, too. Maston Love as well. And a timeout's been taken by Jim Finkbeiner. The New York and Zolke Funeral Home support the athletes, cheerleaders, band, and fans. Play hard, be fair, and enjoy the game. Sure North Federal Credit Union is a resource for you and your family. They support the efforts of all involved in tonight's contest. Big Boy Restaurant in Marquette has room for you and your family to eat together uh, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Buffets with room for everyone in the back of the restaurant. And Fox Motors Team UP proud to support the players, coaches, and fans in tonight's game, as well as the educational efforts of our teachers and schools to prepare our students for the future. Good luck from everyone at Fox Motors Team UP. Shout-out to Amber's Credit Union as well. They're ready to serve you in Marquette, Nagani, Gwynn, Munising, and Trinary. Amber's Credit Union, live it up. Thank you to all of our sponsors for your support. We couldn't do it without you. 38-28, our score. About that, that would be Mr. Pete Koski down there. Oh, is that right? Uh, oh, come on. Yep, that would be him. <laughs> You're about to be the most popular guy in town. Yeah, right. And uh, Mr. Koski, that could be a lot of people. Yeah, that's right. He always tells me when he when he sees me, he goes, "Well, at least I know I'm the not, I'm I'm the smartest Koski in the room now." When he sees me, he always says that. <laughs> 4.48 to go here in regulation, 38-28, 10-point lead for the Patriots. Anderson inbounds it to Starnes. Starnes, left-hand dribble. Starnes 
Gets it to the wing for Lightford. Lightford for Anderson. Now back out to Lightford, top of the key. Lightford, right-hand dribble, looking to drive right side of the lane. Lost the dribble, gets it back, and he shovels underneath to Jancy. A loose ball on the floor, and bodies dive everywhere for it. A lot of pushing and shoving, and a foul's been called. That's going to be four on Delangelo. Oh, three, but it is on Taylor. I think that's... Yeah, because the last one when they dove for the ball, they didn't call it on Taylor. They called it on Ty. Mm. Tenth-team foul on Westwood. Anderson at the line shooting two. His first is good. 4.30 to go here in regulation. Maston Love and Reed Hill, each with four fouls set to check back in for the Towners. Second shot from Anderson on the way. Missed it off the front of the rim. Rebound is kept alive, and it's offensive for Jancy. Throws behind his back to Anderson, whose lamp is good and one. Oh, what a play. Oh, you can't allow that to happen if you're the Patriots defensively. And just like that, it's a seven-point ball game. Beckman picks up the foul, his second, 424 to go in regulation. Alderton back on the floor for Westwood, replacing Pavo. He's playing with four. Hill's back in, playing with four. Love's back in, playing with four. It's going to become a battle of attrition here soon. be interesting to see if people can play under control. The N1 drive made by Anderson. It's a six-point ball game, 38-32. 4.21 to play in regulation. Langelo across the midcourt strike. Timeout called by Scott Sergela. Now, don't forget to join us tomorrow night for Patriot Girls Basketball here in ESPN-UP. Jared and I will have the call. It's our hope you join us. Friday night, we got boys action. Iron Mountain will be in town. Both those games can be heard here on ESPN-UP. Got another big week coming up next week. We got two boys, two girls, I think. Yeah, it's that time of year where we're going to be rolling through them Mm -hmm. for about a month and a half here until we hit the girls' tournament time. Boys will both be home next week. Girls will both be away. But you can hear all of it right here on ESPN-UP. 4.19 to go in regulation here. 38-32 Westwood looking for their sixth straight win in this building. E.L. Miller uh, Gymnasium has kind of been a home away from home. Looking for their sixth straight in the series. Six-point lead with 4.19 to go in this one. Eric Anderson will trigger it in near the scores table. Gets it into Delangelo in the backcourt. Dell works it across the midcourt stripe with a right-hand dribble. Dell, defended by Anderson, looks for a high ball screen from Eric Anderson. Now he gets Eric the ball. Goes to the corner for Alderton. Alderton back up top to Anderson. Back to Alderton in the wing. Alderton to the top key. Anderson rotate Carlson. Carlson looking to drive right side of the lane. Scoop shot left. No good. It's blocked by Hill. Rebound pulled down by Love. Four-minute mark here in the first, make that fourth quarter. Love, top of the key. They rotate to Harnick. Harnick looking to drive all the way to the basket. He's called for a travel. Yeah, he has not been able to do much with the basketball lately, but he has also had to play on the post because because of Hill being out of the game. So he's been working the paint the last few possessions. They got him out on the wing this time, and he wanted to go. 3.40 to go in regulation, 38-32, Westwood by six. This is close as Gwynn has been since... Late in the first half, early second uh, early second half, I should say. Beckman with the basketball, driving top of key, kicks out Delangelo, driving on the baseline. Now he brings it back out and gets it to Anderson. Anderson for Carlson, defended by Love. 
Carlson top of the key with a head fake. Driving now right side of the lane. Easy layup, and he missed it at point blank. Rebound offensive for Alderton, and then he's called for a travel. Oh, oh great move by Carlson to get to the basket. The layup spins out. And with 3.14 to go, Gwynn with, uh, with the basketball and a chance to get within six. Slowly working it across the midcourt stripe is Love. Love, right-hand dribble, center to the floor. Love, picked up by Delangelo, bounce pass to the wing for Jancy. Jancy, left-hand dribble, hands it off to Harnick. Harnick near the center of the floor, 2.55 to go in regulation. Harnick for Love. Now they go to the corner, looking to drive as Jancy. His jump shot is blocked by Delangelo. Got his own miss, though. Tries a scoop shot layup, doesn't catch the rim, and the rebound's pulled down by Alderton. Patriots need to take a good possession here, work the ball, and look for an easy layup. Run a little clock, waste some time, make Gwynn uncomfortable. Make him follow you maybe even here. Anderson with the basketball top. The key goes to Beckman right wing. Beckman with a head fake. Harnick on him. Goes up top. Carlson driving, traveled with the basketball. 2.23 to go in regulation. 38-32 coming right down to the wire here in the Model Town. These two teams will meet again at Westwood and match up on February the 18th. Across timeline, Love. Bounce pass, nearly intercepted. Harnick dives on the floor for it, and then he's tied up. Great hustle by Eric Anderson there, getting on the floor, diving for the ball. We've seen a number of Patriots diving on the ground for loose balls tonight. I mean, two and three at a time. Alternating arrow favors Westwood. 2.13 to go in regulation, 38-32. Delangelo with the basketball as he walks it across timeline. Going to waste a little clock here as we hit the two-minute mark in regulation, as he should. Passes to Anderson in the left wing. Anderson, right-hand dribble, Hill on him. Hill playing with four fouls, and Anderson backs it out. Anderson goes to the wing for Delangelo now. Delangelo crosses over and brings it back out with a right-hand dribble. Anderson is on him. Delangelo driving, puts up a floater in the lane. Jumper is no good, and the rebound's pulled down by Jancy. Minute 40 to play in regulation. Win into the front court quickly. Love with a basketball near the center of the floor. Love holding and waiting. Now looking at drive. Kicks to the corner. Open three. Harnick no good off the heel of the rim. Rebound kept alive, and Caleb Anderson has it, and, and he's fouled. And he will go to the line to shoot two as Taylor Delangelo picks up his fourth. Towner's in the double bonus with a minute 28 to go. I beg your pardon, the shooter is Mastin Love rather than Caleb Anderson. Love at the line for the first time tonight. A couple dribbles, dips the knees, it's on the way, and he missed it. Gwynn is starting to leave some points. Well, behind the arc at the foul line. Yeah, the last foul trip was good to him with that offensive rebound and and one play. Second shot on the way. He makes this one. And Jim Finkbeiner spends a timeout. So under 90 seconds to play, 38-33. And now if you're Gwynn, minute 28 to go, down five. You've got no more fouls to give before you get to the one and one. How long do you start fouling? Yeah, that's a good question, and, and who do you got on the court? Because if uh, if you got your two guys with four fouls out there right now defensively, you're in trouble if that's your plan. 
You almost can't have love out here for any defensive possession if you can handle it. You're down five. I think you try to get the Patriots to make a turnover or something here, and uh, you're still down two possessions. You're over a minute. I think you give them about, if they handle the ball well to get to the one-minute mark, you have to start fouling. you got 128 on the clock now. You tell your defense, we're not going to foul till the one-minute mark, but if it gets there, we got a two-possession game. we got to foul right at a minute. 38-33, Westwood by five, a minute 28 to go in regulation here. No offense for defense substitutions for Gwynn right now either. They've got two out there with four fouls. Both Hill and Love on the floor. Full court press is on, and Westwood's having trouble with it. They do get it into Carlson as Coach Sergila was screaming for a timeout. Refs don't hear him, and we play on. Beckman with the basketball in the front court, minute 18 to play. Beckman gets it to Carlson. Carlson. Here the center of the floor looking to drive, and Love just fouled out of the game. Nice play by Zach Carlson there. Those are the kind of plays that don't go down in the scorebook, but drawing the fifth foul on another team's point guard is a big play. Love called for the block, his fifth, team seventh. Carlson to the line for a one-and-one, one, a 70% foul shooter entering play tonight. A minute 13 to go in regulation, 38-33. Westwood leads it by five. Gwynn led 9-2 to start this game. Westwood took our first lead late in the first half, have not given it up as Carlson's front end is made. And that's big, and this next one is even bigger. Makes it be a three-possession game if he can knock this one down. Couple of dribbles for the sophomore. It's on the way. He makes it. Big play offensively there by Zach Carlson, taking out their point guard and making two to put it a three-score game. Top of the key for Anderson, bounce pass underneath, loose basketball, Zach Beckman with the steal, Beck drives the other end, lays it off the window and in. One minute mark here in regulation, it's 42-33, Westwood by nine. Quickly into the front court, Duvall running the point, Duvall throws it to Harnick, who's then fouled by Carlson going for the steal. That's what you don't want to do if you're Westwood. No, do not stop the clock and let them score points without time ticking off. Third on Carlson, team in the double bonus. So Harnick at the line for the first time tonight with 49 seconds to play. 42-33, Westwood by nine. And Harnick's first foul shot is good. First point for him since that first quarter. Mm. Westwood's done a real nice job on him, adjusting. They have. They have not let him get the ball very often. They've denied him big time. And it's been help defense, not just one guy. They've switched and had a lot of guys on him as he makes the second foul shot. And a sub into the ball game. Lightford will replace Anderson. Jim Finkbeiner wants a timeout first anyway. Yeah. Got a couple of them left. Can't take them home with you. Mm -hmm. 49 seconds left in regulation. 42-35. Westwood started slow offensively, and then give them credit. They started running some really nicely designed sets. They spaced the floor well, and they got something going from the set. Yep, they certainly did, and that was what the difference was that opened the game up a little bit. you got to give Gwynn credit. They took a they took a swipe back at us, making a big little bit of a run there in the fourth quarter, third and fourth quarter, and coming back, cutting it to six. 32 to 38, I think it was there. Now the Patriots leading by seven with the basketball. 49 seconds left. They should expect to be fouled here. Looking and looking. 
is Anderson. He gets it into Carlson. Carlson hounded in the backcourt by Duvall and then fouled with 45 to play. And that will be a one-and-one one still just for the Patriots. First foul on Duvall, team's eighth. Patriot girls home tomorrow night with Calumet. Boys home Friday with Iron Mountain. Both games can be heard here in ESPN-UP. And the front end of the one-and-one one made. Boy, Carlson has been really good here down the stretch. That's what guards have to do. One more coming. Double dribbles. It's on the way. That's around the rim and out. Rebounds kept alive, though. Nearly pulled down offensively, but coming away with it was Lightford. Wynn's got to work quickly. Driving Duvall all the way to the rack layup. Yes. 43-37. 33 seconds left. And then a foul of Taylor Delangelo committed by Anderson. And Dell will go to the line for a one-and-one. One. That was the ninth team foul on Gwynn. First on Anderson. 33 seconds left to play. First time Taylor's been to the line tonight. He is shooting a team best, 75% there this season. A couple of dribbles, dips the knees, the front end is made. One more coming for Taylor. 44-37, it's a three-possession game regardless. 33 seconds left, second foul shot missed. Rebound, Lightford. Into the front court with 28. Duvall to the corner. The ball for Jancy. Now goes back up top to Harnick. Win taking too much time. They quickly throw to the corner and they throw it out of bounds. They're still going to fight, though. They're going to foul again. 21 seconds left here in regulation. Inbound quickly goes to Carlson. He's immediately fouled with 19 seconds to play. And now each team will enjoy the double bonus the rest of the way. Fouls on Lightford, number two on him. 19 seconds to play. Westwood leads it by seven, and they send Carlson to the line for two. Couple of dribbles for the sophomore. First is on the way and made. One more coming for Zach. Dips the knees, lets it go, and that one's missed. Win rebound in the hands of Lightford. 15 seconds left, quickly into the front court. Lightford for Jancy, pumps up a right wing three. That's no good. Ten seconds left, rebound Carlson, and then he's fouled from behind. It's Harnick picking up the personal. Carlson going to the line with eight seconds to play. And it's all academic now as Westwood is going to get back into the win column and pick up their fourth of the year. No reason to have anybody up there. The Patriots learned that by the mistake the Kingsford mm. livers made on them. In the, oh boy. in the major debacle game that Westwood stole down in Kingsford. First foul shot made by Carlson as Coach Serge pulls everybody off the low block. Eight seconds left. 46-37, Westwood by nine. Second foul shot spins out. Rebound pulled down by Duvall. Into the front court for Anderson. Four seconds left. Puts up a running three. That's no good. Rebound is pulled down by Alderton. And this one has gone final. It wasn't the prettiest of wins, but Westwood picks it up nonetheless. 46-37 the final. The Patriots victorious tonight. Let's take a timeout. Our post-game show starts now. You're listening to Westwood Patriot Basketball on ESPN-UP. Closing costs, equity, escrow. 
home buying needs to be in a language that's easy to understand. Whether it's your first or your next home, Embers Credit Union helps you buy that home with straight talk. No BS banking and the very best mortgage for you. So every home loan is approved and serviced locally. Our genuine approach to banking is why Embers is the fastest growing credit union in the UP. See any of our great mortgage loan officers or visit embers.org today. We're Embers Credit Union. Let's live it up. Tune in to the UP's premier sports show, The Sports Pen with Tanner Hoops. Weekday afternoons at 4 on ESPN-UP. Get caught up on all the late-breaking headlines surrounding local, regional, and national sports. Plus, hear from coaches as well as local and national members of the media. The Sports Pen with Tanner Hoops. Weekday afternoons at 4 on ESPN-UP. Online at ESPNUP.com and on the ESPNUP app. The Westwood Patriots postgame show starts now. Welcome back to Gwen Tanner Hoops. Jared Kosky, Max Stevens, a crew for tonight. Final score, Westwood winners over the Model Towners, 46-37. As the Patriots move to 4-1, and one, Gwen falls to 1-3. and three. Well, The Model Towners raced out to a 9-2 lead to start this one. They had three quick three-pointers in the first couple minutes of the game. But then they went cold from the field, and they did not score for about nine minutes of game play. Westwood was able to take advantage and end the first half on an 18-7 run, and they would take a 20-16 lead into halftime. Westwood, by the way, took the lead for good late in the first half, and Gwynn never got closer than within five. But they got within five in the final 90 seconds of the game at 38-33, but the Patriots with enough in the tank to hold it off. And I tell you what, some good in-game adjustments for the Patriots bouncing back after their first loss on Monday. Yeah, and uh, that was a a good hard-fought game, I think, the kids answered the response of Coach Surge to come out and play physical, and I think they did that tonight, and they did it without following out a bunch of people, so that was a, a good victory for them on that, too. Going along with the Gwynn scoring, Starnes had four. Love had one. Duval had three. Harnick led them all with 12. Jancy had six. Anderson had six. Jan, um, Reed Hill had one free throw. And for the Patriots, Taylor Delangelo with seven. Ty Alderton with seven. Eric Anderson with two. Zach Beckman with nine. Uh, Mason Mariuta with four. And uh, Zach Carlson led all scorers tonight with 17 points. The uh, Patriots um, shot about 50% free throws in the last, last minute and a half there. It seemed like they made every... One of their first one, their first one, but didn't make their second one. But uh, overall, on the night, uh, they definitely shot better than the model toners on free throws. The model toners were nine for fourteen in the second half, so they were nine for sixteen, about fifty percent tonight. And the Patriots were six for twelve in the first half, and. In the final about eight for ten, yeah, about eight for ten in the second half. So, or uh, yeah, eight for eleven in the second half. So out of fourteen out of twenty-three. So I mean, that's not the greatest. We don't like to see that either, but um, it's better than what Gwyn did. I tell you what, it all adds up to a forty-six thirty-seven win for the Patriots tonight. Their fourth of the year as Westwood bounces back into the win column, and now they get set to enjoy a five-game homestand. But 
They begin it with the defending state runner-ups from Iron Mountain coming to town on Friday night, and that'll be our next broadcast of Westwood Patriot boys basketball. We have girls action coming up tomorrow night when Calumet makes their way to Westwood High School. But the Patriots are able to fight through some adversity tonight, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jared, I don't believe Westwood knocked down a three-pointer tonight. No, I don't think we made a three at all tonight. We, um, Oh, yeah, we did. Zach Beckman made one from the top of the key. Remember that? Okay, all right, yep. Yeah, it yep, was... Beckman had one. It was uh, one of those ones where you're coming up off the up screen and nobody was near him, and he just let it fly, and it went in. So Beckman did have that three-pointer, and... The only one of the night for the Patriots as they do get the win. But I tell you what, turnovers continue to be the story. And as we applied a little bit of pressure, Gwynn didn't like that. And they could not handle the up-tempo of the game. And that's something Westwood does really well as they like to play fast. And they neutralized Gwynn's physicality in that sense. I don't know how many turnovers they had, but, I mean, it had to be 25, something like yeah. that. Yeah, and uh, we had our share, too. A lot more than I know Coach Serge is going to be happy with, but... Uh... We definitely won the turnover battle in that game. And Westwood wins the battle overall at 46-37. Once again, the Patriots 4-1 as Gwynn falls to 1-4. Let's take another timeout. We'll hear from Coach Serge next. You're listening to Patriot Athletics on ESPN-UP. Dave's Collision in Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color match finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth Program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth Program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Make sure you're following ESPN-UP on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with all things UP sports. Don't get left out of the conversation either. Let your voice be heard on anything from high school sports to college and the pros. You'll get access to -to up-to-the-minute news and opinion from the ESPN community. On the air, on the web, and on Facebook and Twitter. It's everything you need for sports. You're listening to Westwood Patriots Basketball on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to Gwen Tanner Hoops. Jared Koski with you. Glad to have you along. Joined now in the postgame by Patriot head coach Scott Sergila. His team winners tonight, 46-37. Coach Gwen had those early three-pointers. Then your team was able to adjust. And I thought your help defense tonight was phenomenal on Harnick. He didn't get a lot of clean touches late in the game. Yeah, uh, we talked about effort um, after the West Iron County game. Uh, I thought it was a little bit better tonight. I still don't think it's where it needs to be. Um, but help defense was a little bit better. We were in the first half. We were slow to close out. Uh, I'm not denying the uh, the reversal. You know, we were kind of just letting them run their offense. And uh, at some point, you got to try to stop it. You know, you got to get your hand in front of a pass. And you know, 
uh, different things like that. But um, you know, I, I, I was I was happy with happy with the win. It wasn't super pretty, but here here's here's what our kids are trying to do. They're they're learning, and I told them that effort can't be a factor in our learning process. It can't. And if we can uh, give a better effort than I thought we did in um, West Aaron County, which I thought we did, uh, I, I said, you know, we're going to learn. Win or lose, I'll take it, you know. And uh, the kids, they're, they're trying. You can see that they're trying. We made, you know, they're going hard. We got some offensive fouls tonight. We tried to force some passes tonight. That's just the kids trying. That's all it is. You know, so, you know, you get gray hair a little bit as a coach, but... Um, you know, you can't fault the kids for trying. I thought our health defense was pretty good tonight. Um, we wanted to do a couple of different things, um, you know, defensively tonight. Um, some more half-court, full-court stuff. But, uh, you know, um, we didn't need it. I, I thought we needed to get just get better in the half-court defensive, and so we just kind of stayed with that. Uh, we're learning. We're, we're, you know, we're kind of a green team, to be honest with you. Um, you, you know, you look at Ty Allerton, you look at uh, Taylor Delangelo, they were kind of took a, of a, somewhat of a backseat role last year, you know, to uh, Adriano, Beckman, Mimi, um, Blake Hewitt, you, you know, the, those, are, those guys were, they were, they were, they were, they were good. And, uh, you know, Ty shined at times, but he's still learning how to kind of be the guy, you know, in the post. Um, I saw glimpses of it tonight. Um, you know, Dell, he's kind of still learning how to play team basketball. And I don't mean like he's a ball hog or anything. He's learning our offense to pick his best spots on the floor and to see when guys are open and where they should be open, you know, based on what the defense is doing. Um, he's getting better at it. Still struggled a little bit tonight. Uh, kind of all of our guys did. You know, I, we, we would hit the a simple flex pick, and I thought it was wide open probably seven, eight, nine, ten times, and we missed it. And uh, But, you know, we're trying. We're trying. You tell the kids that, and you're like, yep, I see it. Where a week ago, they didn't have a clue what you're talking about. Appreciate you stopping up, Coach. Congrats on the win. Thanks. Scott Sergio Westwood, head basketball coach, is team winners tonight, 46-37, as the Patriots move to 4-1 and one on the year. Our next broadcast of Patriot Athletics tomorrow night when the girls welcome Calumet for what should be a really fun Westpac game. Jared and I will have the play-by-play, and it's our hope that you join us. Pre-game should get going right around 7 o'clock, maybe a little after that. You know how JV games go. And then tip-off shortly around 7.15 here in the Eastern Time Zone. Boys basketball will resume Friday night when Iron Mountain comes to town. And, of course, we hope you join us for that. That should do it for our broadcast. Thank you to all of our sponsors, everybody who made it possible. We couldn't do it without you. Max Stevens back in Mission Control. For Jared Kosky, I'm Tanner Hoops, signing off from the model town where the Patriots are winners tonight, 46-37. Until tomorrow night, I'm Tanner Hoops for ESPN-UP. Thanks for listening to Westwood Patriot Basketball on ESPN-UP. Now we'll return to regular ESPN programming.